Como best girl. Made in Japan. B cream pop pop pop. Hello everyone. Welcome back to the fifth episode of my podcast. Okay, something I have to share with you if you didn't know already. I actually filmed the fifth episode for this podcast before and the app that I used decided to delete all of the audio and only keep about the first 10 seconds of the episode. This actually happened on Tuesday, I think, and literally I haven't had the motivation to make another episode because I'm still angry from the fact that the audio got deleted. So what I was going to be talking about today was actually supposed to come out on Tuesday, but obviously all of this happened so now i'm gonna have to do it all again anyway uh i hope you enjoy this episode today i am going to be talking about survival shows and the problem with them i'm also going to be talking about donnie and connie from a weekly idol but now idol room and i'm also going to be talking about hello counselor and perhaps a lot more and if you have any confessions questions or opinions that you sent in i'll also be reading them out as well if you'd like to submit your own go to my instagram at momos kura where you'll find a form and you can fill out the link to put any of your confessions questions or opinions in the form so let's start off with survival shows if you don't know what a survival show is in terms of k-pop it's a sort of reality show where there's trainees from different companies that will uh, do different tasks and stuff like that to end up being in a group. So they're gradually being eliminated until winners or a winner is chosen. So in terms of us in the UK or in America or anywhere else, we've got Britain's Got Talent, uh, we've got RuPaul's Drag Race, we've got... Um, the voice, all things like that. So an example of some K-pop survival shows are Finding Stray Kids, 16, Treasure Box, The Infamous Girls Planet, Nitsi Project, Island, Produce 48, Produce 101, Queendom and more. First let's talk about the rigging. Also if you don't know what rigging is, rigging involves interference with the process of an election or a vote. So for example if I will rig the vote because I want my favourite to win instead of who was supposed to rightly and fairly win. But Mnet have actually been under fire in the past for rigging votes in Produce 101 and Idol School. Obviously rigging is really bad. It was also very unfair like the people that were supposed to win or supposed to win the vote actually end up not winning the vote and they actually don't know either because it's rigged and the producers rigged the votes and stuff like that so they'd probably make the more popular person or the audience's favorite win instead of whoever was supposed to rightly win and also it's kind of um sneaky because the producers and whoever runs the show might have a bias against the participant no matter how much talent that they have i think that it's really unfair on the trainees obviously um i know that there's a lot of trainees that have uh, basically worked their whole life to get where they are as a k-pop idol or anything like that so when they're on these shows this is one of the only things that they can grasp at to be successful obviously if they don't know that the show's been rigged or the votes have been um tampered with then i find that really unfair and it also just creates a divide between uh the production team and the fans and the authenticity of the whole thing therefore if the audience doesn't trust the show then 
Nobody's gonna watch it. Okay, now moving on to the editing and the drama. I think that we've all seen and we've watched a series or a reality show and when we get to the end of the episode, you always get that part where it's like next time on this show and then it shows like scenes of what's going to happen in the next episode. is isn't even survival shows. A lot of Western uh, shows do this, but the editing makes it look like there's going to be an argument that's happening and stuff. And then when it gets to the episode, nothing happens. I think this happened when Somi was on Produce 101. It tried to make it seem like she was going to have an argument with one of the other trainees and she actually admitted herself nothing happened and nothing was going on. It was just the production team and the editors that made it look like there was something that was going to happen. I also think that it's really unfair when people get a villain edit and then someone else is made to look like a victim. And I also think that if the person isn't actually as bad as the the show is making them out to be, then it can affect how how much votes they get and their popularity, especially on a survival show. And they just really exaggerate the editing and there's no need for it really. Another problem with the survival shows and just K-pop in general is the lack of sleep. I know a lot of K-pop idols and these trainees in these survival shows get about two to three hours of sleep and after a very long day of rehearsing and doing tasks and all things like that, they go to sleep for two or three hours, got to wake up again, do the same thing that they was doing in the day and then come back very, very late and go to sleep for two hours again. It's just not healthy at all. And the, the minimum you should, everyone should be getting of sleep is six hours minimum. It's very inhumane and most of these people are surviving off caffeine. How are you supposed to be productive in the day and do rehearsals and stuff if you aren't getting sleep? And when they take them for a one-on-one -on -one, um, little sit-down and interview, they ex actually say themselves. Okay, now moving on to Donnie and Connie. Is that how you say it? Connie and Connie. Connie. Don't know who Donnie and... Oh my god, I'm going to have trouble saying this the whole time. If you don't know who Donnie and Connie are, uh, they're they're sort of like MCs for their... It's not really their show, but they're on the show called Weekly Idol, but now it's known as Idol Room. I'm pretty sure we all know what this is, but I'm just going to explain it anyway. It's a survival... Not a survival show, oh my god. It's a reality sort of type show where idols, particularly after their comebacks, go on... And they talk about their song, kind of do a little uh, dance about... They don't do a dance about it. They <laughs> Basically, they perform the chorus of the new song, play games, um, things like that. But as onces, if there are any onces that are listening to this, I think we've all seen when Twice were on there. I think this was kind of around Signal era. They were there for Signal promotions and whatnot. And there's this game in the on the show where you have to do a random dance of the certain group songs and you have to get in the right place, like your place and your position and all of that. And if you get it wrong, then you get hit on the head with the iconic plastic uh, toy hammer. Even though the hammer's not real and it's like plastic, it is quite rough, quite firm. So Jonghyun wasn't in the right place for one of their songs and she had to get obviously hit on the head with the hammer as it's the consequence in the game if you mess up the dance. 
So Jonghyun is being prepared to be hit on the head by, I think it's Donnie. It's the little one. I don't, I don't know the names. But it's the shorter, it's the shorter MC. It's a shorter guy. So he hits her on the head really, really, really hard. You can find the clip on YouTube. And Jonghyun is covering her head and all of the other Twice members are screaming. Sort of laughing it off, but you can see the tears in Jonghyun's eyes. Like she's actually like tearing up at the, the pain. So after that, during Dance the Night Away era, I think it was twice we're on it now turning to Idol Room. You see they're all standing in a line together talking next to Donnie and Connie. Connie? Connie. And Jonghyun is at the front, like she's first in the line. Yeah, not really a line. I don't know how to describe it, but they're all just standing together side by side and Jonghyun is first next to the pair, the, the MCs. So one of them actually shoves Jonghyun and she looks like taken aback by it and kind of startled. So they're all laughing it off and Jonghyun kind of does look a bit uncomfortable. So then as she's laughing, she swaps places with Dion. So then after they swap places, they're still laughing and then Tyon gets shoved. Another episode, Monster X were on and I think that they were touring or they were about to tour. And the two MCs, Donnie and Connie, <laughs> were saying to them about, they were asking them where they'd been and stuff like that. Asking them if they had ever been to the Middle East. Then they proceed to add that if they went to anywhere like Afghanistan or Syria, then they should stay on the border. I'm going to let you process that statement. They should stay on the border, everyone. That's what they said. And you can look this up on YouTube. In another episode, Connie actually calls Hwasa a black rose. And he's basically saying that because she's a bit darker and she's more, um, her skin tone is a bit darker. In Idol Room with Mamamoo, uh, they were all sitting on these little stool things and Hwasa's legs are a bit apart. So then Doni, this is, he's very mouthy. Like he's the one that's been doing the most and talking the most. He says to Hwasa, let's all give time for Hwasa to close her legs. For the record, Hwasa can sit however she wants. When Stray Kids were on there, they kept belittling Changbin, saying that he's not a visual, he's not visual worthy, and Hyunjin is a better rapper. I find it really creepy as well how when a girl group is on there, especially when they're asked to do like sexy dances and stuff like that, they start screaming like animals. One episode of Twice were on there, they were asked to do it. I think it was the one when they were on Weekly Idol after... Dance the Night Away came out and they were actually, they were like screaming and they were like, oh my god, oh my god. So that's a bit weird. They've also made fun of Shuhua for, from uh, Idol. He was saying he's basically criticising her Korean. You already know that she has an issue and she's a bit shy when it comes to um, having lines in title tracks and stuff like that because of so many people making not making fun of her Korean, but just saying that her Korean is bad in general. Shuhua isn't Korean, first of all. She was born in a Taiwanese county, so she she Korean isn't her first language, so I don't know what they're expecting of her. Then Donny decided to add that he would learn Chinese for her because he would learn it quicker than she learns Korean. Lastly, when NCT are on there, every single time, 
they haven't done their research about NCT, even if they didn't know anything about them. They're always constantly asking them questions about the subunits. A group or someone was on my show, I do the research and put in the effort to get to know them a bit before I meet them. Like the const the videos are constantly, uh, what does NCT 127 mean? And all of that, like constantly questioning about the subunits and what NCT's concept is overall. Very unprofessional. Now, let's move on to Hello Counselor. If you don't know what Hello Counselor is, it's sort of like a Jerry Springer, Jeremy Kyle sort of show. But none of these people on the panel are licensed psychiatrists, have a background in psychology. They're just comedians and MCs. So people go on there on the show with real problems that they have with the family member, girlfriend, boyfriend, friends or anything like that and they talk to the audience and to the MCs about it and then at the end they vote whether it's a real problem or nothing to worry about. One story that I am going to put in here you might know of but it is a bit creepy and very disturbing so if sexual harassment or anything like that, if it does bother you or if it triggers you uh, please move to 15 minutes and 26 seconds of the podcast we'll talk about another part of the hello counselor section before i do talk about it moving on to the show it has been criticized a lot uh recently kind of especially for this one particular episode that's no longer available to watch for obvious reasons they have been criticized in the past for not taking it seriously i know that there's there's like little children i know that on jeremy kyle uh you have to be 18 and over to go on there but there are little children that go on these this show explaining their family problems problems between friends and because they're little children the mcs just sort of like laugh and they're like oh you're so cute and things like that when the child doesn't find it funny most of the viewers watching don't really find it funny either. So if this is the disturbing episode. I can't, it's very difficult to even talk about this. I find it very disgusting. So this particular episode, G-Friend were, not all of the members, it was like two or three, they were guest hosts. A lot of idols come on this show. Twice have been on, BTS have been on, GOT7, uh, G-Friend have come on, NCT, etc. They've come on the show to guest host and sort of help out with the problems. So on this episode, G-Friend were on and it's a father that is talking about whatever problem he has and it's kind of about his son's private parts. So one of the members of G-Friend asked him, I'm curious as to why you play with your son's private parts. The father answered smiling, our son has pale skin and his private part is even paler. So, and then after he says that, they're all laughing. The audience is laughing, G-Friend are laughing, the, the hosts are laughing. And he says, he also says, I had the habit of touching it when he was a baby and I still have this habit now. What's really weird about this is that people were giving hate to G-Friend, not anyone else, not the father, G-Friend. It's very weird because G-Friend look uncomfortable for the most part. I don't get why nobody is concentrating on this weird-ass father that's doing stuff with his son. Okay, now that we've got past that awful, awful episode, this man in this episode is black and he is talking about his struggles in Korea as a black male. As I said somewhere before, at the end of the episode, the pub, not the public, the audience and 
I think also the panel hosts, they vote whether they think that it's a problem or if it's not a serious issue. So one of the hosts asked him when was he the most hurt in Korea, like what situation offended him the most. And he was saying that when he was looking for a room, like to stay in, the landlady saw him and she refused to let him rent the room. He did ask her why she wouldn't let him rent the room and he said that she replied saying, people from tropical regions were dirty. He says when people pass by him, uh, they say they're scared of him. They said that it, this also happened when he was in an elevator. The doors open and people saw him inside. So they didn't want to get in because they were scared of him and they saw him inside. At the end of when they're voting, all of the people are saying it's not an issue, it's not to worry and he can overcome it. If you actually go on YouTube and you type in Hello Counselor, all of the episodes seem, the titles of the episodes explain the situations that are going on between whoever um, is on the show. And a lot of these problems that I've seen are, they're like serious problems and I've seen some episodes where the family or whoever is on there talking about their problem and it actually is deeper than everyone thinks especially when there are children on there as young as six or seven and they're explaining the problems with their family like their parents they just get laughed at and they just get called cute and they get little cute animations put on the screen um edited on the screen and stuff like that and i think that it's it's really bad because this could have been the only form of help a child could have gotten as it's a platform a very big platform that they've been put on and it's a chance for them to finally get it sorted out and i think that this show doesn't help at all i don't get the point of it when i'm i'm pretty sure nothing happens after the show like they get help after or anything like that and I, I just don't get the point of the show. And JTBC are doing absolutely nothing whatsoever to help the people out, to sort out situations like that father and his son. And they don't really help any of the people that have real issues. They don't help them get help or anything like that. I just don't get the point of the show. Please tell me the point of the show. Let me read some of these titles out for you. My husband swears at six-year-old triplets. What an irresponsible and selfish father. My husband has the dirtiest mouth in the world. My mum hates me. My father's violence shocks the entire audience. That was just some of them. The whole show just needs to be cancelled or you need to get these people help. Help the family out and help people that may have anxiety on the show or are depressed or anything like that. Otherwise, there's no point of the show. Okay, so that's it for that section of the podcast, talking about all of them three topics. And I'm just, as I wrap this whole podcast up, I'm just going to talk about uh, little things that have just been going on that are positive for once. So apparently there's a possible logo for JYP Entertainment's new girl group that has been revealed. I'm a massive girl group stan, so if this is true, I'm so excited. Also, happy birthday to Young Jay from GOT7. I'm so excited to see what he puts out. Blackpink's Lisa breaks first week album sales among female artists and becomes the first solo half million sellout. Well done to Lisa. But are we seeing CL and Rose at the Met Gala? I mentioned this in the podcast that got deleted, but they looked really good. And I know that Rose was a plus one. She was with this 
guy that was like so much shorter than her. Uh, she was a plus one for him because Rosé is obviously an ambassador for Yves Saint Laurent and he is like the designer and he's also like the artist that comes up with i think the ideas for the clothes or whatever so yeah they both look really good yeah that is it for today's podcast thank you so much for tuning in to another episode and listening i really enjoy making these podcast episodes so i'm glad that i'm hearing that a lot of people are liking them as well i will keep them coming don't worry like i always say if you have anything to submit please go to my instagram at momos kura You'll find the link in the bio to put anything you want to submit in. And I will see you in the next episode. Bye. Also, as I'm editing this, Spotify decided to remove all of my podcast episodes and stuff because I removed, I deleted the introduction um, episode because I didn't really feel like I needed it anymore. But apparently to have your podcast on Spotify, you have to have a trailer or an introduction on there. So I've put it back on and it's now processing. So I'm trying to get my podcast back on Spotify and it's now it says it's processing. So it should be up by the time that this is posted. If not, it is also on Apple Podcasts. Um, I don't think it's the podcast is in demand so much that you're desperate to listen to it. But it will be up soon. So thanks.